Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus, episode 75, the review for Shazam! Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West, and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, the Hypers One Sixty Five, and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. And boy, I am hyped to go back and talk to you about today's film. As you heard from the beginning, we're talking about Shazam, the latest film from Warner Brothers in DC. Now, before we get into the film, let's go back and do a little bit of background detail. Shazam is a character I wasn't really aware of until I think maybe 2011, maybe 2012. Growing up, I was mainly a Marvel guy because I never really read the comics as a kid as much as I saw the cartoons, so that's how I became aware of, you know, numerous comic book based characters. So on the Marvel side, that's how I found out about Spider-Man, the X-Men, Fantastic Four and Hulk. And with DC, the only major cartoons that were out for those guys in the 90s was Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series. I gravitated towards those characters fairly quickly, more Batman than Superman, although I love Superman just because of his ability to fly, because flight is my ultimate favorite ability of any character ever. But anywho, I wasn't really aware of most of the DC cast until I was, you know, in my teenage years watching Justice League, you know, the animated show from the mid-2000s onwards, and then seeing some of the, you know, animated DC films, and that's how I became aware of some of those. I think I had seen Shazam here and there and like, you know, maybe some art, but I didn't really know who it was until I saw Young Justice. I think he showed up in the second season of that show and on paper Shazam sounds like a very strange and, you know, somewhat silly character, but when you really wrap your head around his ability to be a kid and then turn into like this Superman-like person who retains all of their childlike nature is pretty crazy and I remember this first time I saw Shazam and I'm like, that's friggin cool, imagine being able to transform just by saying such a cool ass word with a strike of lightning and everything, that was that was great. And the only other thing I've seen him in before this film was Justice League action, I think he showed up in one of the first set of episodes of that and again he was really cool. So when this film was announced and you know then you found out Zachary Levi was going to be in the film, I was like okay cool, interesting. Um, I was just, you know, intrigued, but, you know, not overly hyped. And then I saw the costume, and I was like, ooh. I mean, it definitely looks accurate to the source material, but it just looks so different. Uh, it definitely just had such a bright and, uh, comic book accurate look, but just not in that sort of realistic way that a lot of superhero adaptations have done in recent years. Uh, so yeah, I was, you know, a little concerned. And then I saw the first trailer, because that dropped the same time that Aquaman came out, which was, I believe, Comic-Con two years ago, I think? And of those two trailers, I definitely gravitated towards Shazam, just because it looked way more fun, interesting, and it was a very different concept to any of the other superhero films I've seen before. There's not many films that focus on, you know teenage superheroes or just young superheroes in general spider-man notwithstanding 
So to see this sort of, I guess, cross between big and a superhero film was very interesting to me. The color scheme just looked more interesting and it felt like it had the elements that made me gravitate towards characters like Spider-Man and, you know, some other characters who were just a little younger and are discovering their abilities in that sort of fun and playful kind of way. So yeah, with each new trailer, I was more intrigued, but... I wasn't overly sold just because of the comedic tone and some of the choice of music in some of those trailers, especially the last one which had Eminem in there, and don't get me wrong, I like some classic Eminem just as much as the next person, however, it just fed this sort of, I don't know, perception that this film was just going to be a light-hearted kind of silly film, and you know, the flossing thing, <sighs> don't get me started man, there's just a whole lot of things that kids do these days where I'm just like, no, don't do that. So yeah, I was, you know, apprehensive. But then when the film came out during that two-week early preview thing, all the people that I knew, you know, including my uncle who got to watch the film, which I didn't get to watch because I had to babysit my cousin, um, he said it was great. The people that I saw at work said that they really liked it, the customers at work who got to see it. So I, my hype levels just increased. So I finally got around to seeing the film recently. And uh, <laughs> I can't hide my hype for this film. I really, really like Shazam. Way more than I expected. It was so much fun. And you'll hear me say that a good few times, maybe throughout this review. I'll try to keep it as uh, you know minimal as possible. But the film was great. The film was just fun. Pure, unadulterated fun. It knew what it was. It knew its audience. It just knew how to have fun with the concept of, you know, Billy Batts' abilities. Simplifying things so it's not overly complicated, had a lot of good humor, good characters, really fun action, a good soundtrack. It was just all around a good time. And the more I think about it, the more I think, yo, man, this film is freaking ace, man. Anyway, as per usual with these reviews, we'll go through the story, characters, presentation, and then go back through, you know, the overall conclusion. So without further ado... Let's jump in. Okay, so let's talk about that story. And the story for this film can be summed up as the following. Our main protagonist for this film is Billy Batson. He's a foster kid who's been from home to home. And while he is good at heart, you can tell that he is just a little standoffish, doesn't like to get too attached. He's a little sassy and, you know, he's a little streetwise. He has all those street smarts and whatnots. However, his life changes forever when he comes across a magical wizard that grants him the ability to become a superhero. By saying the word Shazam, he transforms into an adult superhero and since he's not fully aware of his abilities or not sure what to do, with the help of his foster brother, they train together and find out the extent of his abilities. And they quickly learn the pros and cons that come with being in the superhero business while messing around with, you know, Billy's new abilities, but also coming across this super-powered villain guy who really wants to take out Shazam for reasons that will become apparent once you see the film. And that is the way for me to go about and describe this film without going into the area spoilers. Shazam is a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, there's just a feeling of joy, excitement, thrilling, magical good times when I watched that film. I felt really good. I was smiling pretty much throughout the majority of the film. The film isn't perfect. There are a few things here and there that I wasn't overly keen on, but I would say it's more to do with the humor than anything else. But the story was fun. It was unique. It was different yet familiar at the same time. It has all the core elements that make superhero films worth watching. 
and what I liked about it was just really simple effective material you have the simple hero's journey where the hero is someone that you can root for but definitely goes through a change getting from point A to point B learning like all those interesting life lessons about what it takes to be a superhero learning to trust and protect those who are in danger learning to not run away from evil all those basic stuff is done but it's done in such a unique way because you have this whole like I said before big meets superhero film there's not many superheroes that exist within the current film landscape who are you know so young that have to jump into an adult's world of superheroing and then have to you know do the superhero work taking spider-man out of the equation billy batson is a very interesting case because he's a teenager who can become an adult but still retains the mind of a teenager so he's still immature he still doesn't know exactly what he's doing he still says a lot of things that adults wouldn't say and that obviously leads to some really fun silly and crazy situations and just seeing this stuff play out was really good this film is really lighthearted, very comedic and the references here there and everywhere are fabulous for those who obviously appreciate the comments but also know their pop culture references from you know films tv shows and video games it's great there are two video game references in this film which are verbal which i won't spoil but when you see them and you know your video game stuff oh my god i was grinning like an idiot and i think i laughed a good chunk as well it was so good this film understands fun it understands how to just you know give you what you want in a very fun swift and impactful manner but beyond that this film had a lot more heart than i expected there is a central theme around family and basically growing up doing what needs to be done when the time comes and you know not running away from danger and facing your problems and it's just very interesting to see how those themes played out in this film again there was just a lot more heart than i expected and this film just again it made me feel the same way i do about spider-man in the sense that you know spidey has a lot of really fun and youthful energy around him and this film definitely was able to capture some of that as well and oh god man it just felt good to watch a film that was so light-hearted understood what it was and took you on this really fun thrilling and exciting ride with really cool interesting and surprising twists and turns here and there and yeah it was good now i'm not saying that films that have darker tones can't be fun goodness knows that there's a lot more serious comic book films out there that i've had a good time with but it's also good when there is a light-hearted film that you can watch that doesn't treat you like an idiot and doesn't just go for ha 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 jokes all the time but can still be good satisfactory and still have those uh you know more impactful moments when it comes and speaking of the humor i'd say that's probably the only thing that i didn't like as much now don't get me wrong the humor was solid and there was a good few things from the trailers that still worked fairly well in this film but there was also stuff in the trailers that didn't work as well in the film and you know i'm I've always been known for being just a fairly fickle person when it comes to humor and films in general. So this is probably more a me thing than anything else, but some of the jokes didn't land as well as I would like. But there are some jokes that were just really funny. Uh, yeah, story-wise, the film was solid, really good stuff, exciting, really good. The third act just has some really interesting, crazy stuff going in there, and the post credit scenes are pretty good. 
I'm, I assume they'd definitely be, you know, the mid-credits one, which is the more important one, would be more useful for those who know their comic book lore, but since I don't know nothing about Shazam, that meant nothing to me, other than, okay, cool, if this film gets a sequel, which I'm so, I assume it will, then yeah, that'll be a good time. Alright, and now it's time to talk about the cast, and you know I really like the cast in this film. Much like Black Panther from last year, everybody in this film served a purpose. And regardless of whether they were main cast, secondary cast, or just had like, you know, minor cameo roles here, there, and everywhere, everybody's role mattered. It served a purpose and, you know, fed into the film in a really good way. And I was just surprised by how many of like some of the characters who had minor roles left so much of an impression on me, especially the uh, members of Billy Batson's family, which I'll get to later on. But yeah, everybody in this film were really good, so without further ado, let's jump in with Billy Batson, a.k.a. Shazam, played by Asher Angel and Zachary Levi. Asher Angel really was pretty good in this film. When you have a character who's a teenager, you have, uh, you know, was it varying degrees of success? Depending on how good they are, they can be really good, okay, or just really pants. But this kid handled his material really well. He played up the fact that obviously he was young. He was, you know, a rebel running around doing all this sort of stuff, you know, not only to get attention, but he also just doesn't like authority. And he was fun. He was interesting. And when you find out, you know, more about his uh, background and some of the stuff that he's after, you really get to understand why he is, how he is. And, you know, see the connections that he formed. He, he is a character that you can root for. And seeing Zachary Levi have to, you know, retain all of those childlike mannerisms as an adult. He was so good. So charismatic and fun and silly and strange and delightful. And he, he oh my god, he was really good. He handled that suit really well. And... Oh gosh, he was just enchanting. He he was really good in the role and I'm glad that he, you know, landed this role. He killed it. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he could do in a sequel. Uh the next person we need to talk about is Mark Strong as Dr. Savannah. At least I hope that's how you're saying his name. Mark Strong is one of those sort of guys that just likes to play villains. I'm I'm pretty sure he likes it. And even if he doesn't like it, he's shown up in a good few. And the main two that I, that comes to mind right now is Sinestro from Green Lantern. You know, that film that not many people like to talk about, but he was probably the best aspect of it. And Kick-Ass from 2010, he was the main villain in that film as well. And Mark Strong was good. I really liked his character just because his character has an interesting backstory. And while his, you know, villain character is a little generic... I think it's elevated by the fact that it's Mark Strong and even his costume design. He's just a guy walking around in a really nice suit with a, uh, you know, coat with a furry hood, but he makes it work. He looks really cool. And man, I'm like, yo, I wouldn't want to go up against that dude. He is minimalistic in terms of his costume design, but it is a very nice design. And Strong just does his best, like, you know, villain work he's really good i like the stuff that goes on with him and his interactions with shazam as well was also quite good he's menacing intense in all those nice kind of ways he's just smart strong bad guy but in that good way you know i like him and then there's jaiman honzu as the wizard and i really liked him jaiman honzu is one of those actors who i've really come to appreciate in the last like five or six years 
He's been in a numerous amount of films that I never really noticed until after I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, and then noticed how many films he was in. And since then, I love just seeing him in like all these different roles, regardless of how big it is. And in this film, he's this ancient wizard that has to bestow the power of you know Shazam to another who is worthy. And seeing his sort of backstory and his interaction with some of the other characters in this film was really good. He had that sort of larger-than-life, intense presence, and it was good. Honzu was really good. I really liked him in this film. As for Billy's foster mom and dad, Cooper Andrews and Marta Millens played Victor and Rosa Vasquez. At least I hope that's how they're saying their last name. They were really good. They didn't have as big of a role as the kids did, but they had their nice little support family part that really contributed to the film in a good way. And then there's the kids who were all really great, but my favorites were Ian Chen who played Eugene Choi. He was the little crazy gamer kid who was just delightful. You also had Grace Fulton as Mary Bromfield who was really nice, really preppy, you know, probably like the, you know, the most adult of the uh, kids in the house. She was quite fun, but my absolute favorite was Faith Herman as Darla Dudley. Oh my god, talk about the cutest kid I've ever seen in my life. Not since, uh, you know, Ant-Man's little girl in, you know, Ant-Man did I see such a delightful little girl. Oh my gosh. Like, if I was to have a daughter, I'd want her to be just like this kid. She was so cute and delightful and warm and charming, and she has so many great comedic moments. She's like the little sister that I think everybody would love to have. She was so good. Oh, my gosh. Just thinking, uh, she's, she's too much. She's too much. Oh, crap. I just bumped my microphone. Damn, I did it again. Okay. Um, yeah, see, I'm getting too hyped here. But, yeah, she was really good. Everyone in the cast was really solid. Alright, and now it's time to talk about the presentation, and for the most part, everything was handled in a fairly good way, both in the visual and audio department. So let's talk about the visuals first. This film was shot fairly well. It has a nice combination of scenes in the daytime, but also scenes at night. You have these really interesting locations from, you know, all the exterior and interior locations, but also the sort of, I guess, magical realm where the wizard exists. And, you know, seeing a lot of the CGI that was implemented, it was used fairly well for some of the action sequences, the flying stuff, which is always something that has me concerned because, you know, flying with, you know, realistic characters, if done incorrectly, could definitely stand out if you're looking for that kind of thing. But the flight scenes were handled really well. You had a nice combination of angles, good tracking shots. And the way in which they implemented speed, not only for the flying, but seeing Shazam running around on the ground in general, was really good. There was a nice sense of speed and impact to his movements, the punches, the kicks. It all had weight and impact and it sounded so nice. And the only thing I'd say CGI-wise that didn't work as well was there were these sort of CG creatures, which I won't go into too much detail about, but when they showed up, they look fairly good, but then considering their color palette and some of the other previous monsters that's shown up in the DCEU so far, it just looks a little not as good when compared to some of the other special effects that's happened in the film. But for the most part, everything looks fairly good and it has a really good color palette. And some of that, some of those colors really do pop, especially during some of the nighttime sequences, which I didn't expect to see that many of. This film has a good chunk of it that does play, take place at night, but 
it's handled fairly well. All the action scenes are comprehensive and really cool. And some of it's really creative and interesting, especially in that third act, like I said before. And it's fun. It's some good stuff. Really clean. I, I enjoyed that. And the one other thing I wanted to mention was the film score done by Benjamin Wolfish, which is a name I haven't heard for a while now. The last time I remember, you know, looking up his name was when he was one of the people that worked on the film score for Blade Runner 2049, which was one of my favorite films of that year. And the film score for that film was damn good. And... I thought it was definitely someone who was a little bit more familiar within my, you know, knowledge of film scores, but it's this guy. And his film score was really fun. It was impactful, energetic, fun. It had that sort of, I guess, Superman-esque energy to it. It had like a lot of weight. And even during like the uh, credits and stuff like that, you can hear that music and it just sounds so heroic and fun. And it just elevated all the stuff that was happening on screen. And so now it comes to the conclusion, what did I think of Shazam? Well, if it wasn't made apparent already, I really liked this film. Dare I say, I loved it. If I was to compare it to all the DC films that's come out beforehand, I would say it's probably on par with Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman was the first film of the current round of DC films where I was just like, I can get behind this now. That film was a course correction. It had really good action, characters, great use of the cast in general, and it was a lot of fun and I can definitely say the same for this film however I feel like this film just is a step above just because of the more fun factor that comes with it um, I think it's just seeing this kind of story with uh, a character who just has never been seen before on screen with such a unique power set and a unique situation that he has to navigate not only alone but also with you know his foster brother and all that sort of stuff it was very interesting i didn't expect to be so pleased with this film this film was it was, it was freaking cool man so much fun and I highly implore you to watch it. Now, I have seen, I think, a handful of people online in different areas that weren't as hyped on the film as I am. But believe me, if you enjoy your more lighthearted, fun, and comedic superhero films, then you'll definitely have a good time with this one. Most of my friends that have seen it really love it, and I'm assuming that you will as well. So go out and watch Shazam, support this film, because these are the kind of superhero films that we need ones that are fully aware of what they are and take you on a journey that you've never experienced before or if you have experienced it it's done in a different way which just feels different and exciting yeah man shazam's good do it go watch it so for those of you who have seen the film what did you think of it did you like it did you dislike it you know where you're in the middle and uh where do you think this ranks in the current set of DC films? Do you say this is the best or the worst or somewhere in the middle? Do you think it's tied with Wonder Woman? Do you think it's better than Wonder Woman? I would like to hear your thoughts. And you can contact me in numerous ways. You can comment in the comment section below on SoundCloud or you can holler at me on Twitter where I'm at Hypersonic55 or at FilmFocus55 or via the email for Hypersonic555 at gmail.com. You can also check out my blog, the Hypersonic55 wordpress.com yeah man i almost forgot my website haha <laughs> and i think we're also on stitcher now as well so if you use stitcher check out film focus on there and also obviously check us out on itunes we exist there and we constantly need your support and when i say we i mean me yeah there's no one else at film focus other than myself but anyway 
that's going to wrap it up for another episode. Thank you for listening as always. And until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out. Peace.